2: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing.
0: Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast. The podcast that is proudly keeping the spirit of christmas alive 365 days a year
2: i'm tom i'm julia and i'm anthony hello friends hello how's it going guys Good, uh, i'm
1: wearing an awesome tis the podcast shirt my day is instantly better <laughs> thanks tom tom's I'm, the
0: best i'm hoping <laughs> i'm hoping to have our uh have a store on our website in the next coming oh, week, building idea. out a full store. Yeah. So that's exciting. You're Exciting. I you don't know. like recording on Thursdays the week of, but I really like it the following week. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's been a long time since I've talked to you guys.
2: Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. So, guys, you know, I've realized we didn't mention last week, which we should because it's very relevant how many movies christmas movies is hallmark pulling because of Lori laughlin
1: how many are they pulling because of Lori laughlin right now i'm I, legitimately
2: asking how many is she in that they're not airing anymore oh i bet they'll still air the ones they have right
0: i misunderstood that i thought they were just not going to be doing new ones with her they're actually not they're actually getting rid of the old ones too yeah they're not gonna put Ooh. them in their-
1: holy crap I really wonder then. I read that her castmates were irritated, you know, the ones that are coming up in movies with her, because then it's like, I mean, you think they'd recast her. Oh, they're going to have to think. What do they care? They got to wait a little bit longer for some casting. I'm not sure. They're going to
2: they're gonna have to bring in DJ to replace him and Becky in all these movies. Mm-hmm.
1: I think
0: she's got her full load. I, we were talking, Jody, it's only a matter of time before Jodie Sweetin makes the jump. This might be it, guys. Well, she wow. may, technically started the jump last year, right? Two years ago.
1: Oh, yeah. She's been in some.
0: And a, yep. She did a Hallmark Christmas movie? A Christmas movie? Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. I feel like I'm utterly letting all of my co-hosts down
2: by not knowing this fact right now. I don't I can't remember if true. it was one or two. She's definitely in one though, because I saw her a few times this past Christmas season. Wow.
1: I bet it was the same one I saw. Like I can't I'm not I don't have full buy-in on her as a as a Hallmark heroine personally
2: it'll take a few movies to buy into it
1: yeah i don't know even then i'm not sure
2: fuller house is coming back for a final season and she will not be part of it so I'm very interested to see what they do with Uncle Jesse, because last season, Aunt Becky convinced him to adopt another child when he wasn't really, it wasn't really, it wasn't really his idea. Now Aunt Becky is going to be out of the picture, so he has a baby kid when his other kids are all grown up. Well,
1: that makes him like even more attractive. I bet they're going to spin that in a really good way. Well, didn't he have a movie or a TV show? on where he becomes this single parent later in life i feel like this was a thing john
0: stamos beautiful man he's orthodox the whole have mercy is from the orthodox prayer services all the time just you know we think lord have mercy a lot
1: grandfathered that's it it's someone who became, a, I guess, a grandfather, but he's still an eligible bachelor, you know, because he- Oh, I
2: remember like seeing line. commercials for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Looks like it only lasted a year, but-
2: He just got married to somebody Sarah's age. Gross.
1: Oh, it's not surprising.
0: But you know what it is? Gross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not surprising, but it is gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I realize uh, we have a lot of opinions on our show. <laughs> I don't feel like you're gonna get I don't feel like they're the other uh, as much as I love other Christmas podcasts I don't feel like most of them get into the weird tangents that we do they seem to stay a little more uh, on brand
2: I think that's what makes us so unique or is that our brand that is our brand
1: yeah that is <laughs> the, our brand the i will say I'm, I'm sad that she's a criminal now because i liked her hallmark movies i've always liked her did
0: i bet they're all going to be on either
2: daily motion or youtube there are some details of this christmas special that i uh, couldn't help but noticing this time watching it i will go That's ahead and say that i think this one has been rudolph for me oh no okay. really? Rudolph is not a verb
0: it, it now. I just verbed it. I just verbed it again. <laughs> this Congress has two-thirds approval to over- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so speaking of our movie, this week we are covering 1977's Flintstones Christmas. Yulia, you want to give us a rundown?
2: Uh, I'm going to have to correct you there. It's a Flintstone Christmas, singular, not Flintstone.
0: We're all to a stellar start. I like you a lot more in person, Anthony. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it goes both
1: ways when santa has an accident at fred's house on christmas eve fred and barney have to continue his run for him
0: i liked imdb they were just straight into the point on this one uh, so we can that jump right true. in um this santa is a little more resilient than tim allen's predecessor <laughs> yeah. he
2: that fell is, off a roof that is the first thing i thought of when i it. saw <laughs> me okay. too
0: um I'm still a little disturbed by the fact that as we are watching Tim Allen's Santa Claus, we're not really thrown off or concerned about what happened.
1: Oh, by like the fact he falls off a roof and it dies, yeah. Or that
2: the elves Way have no reaction to a new guy coming back to the North Pole. Just so
0: many things wrong with it. All right, so this movie is directed by Charles A. Nichols. Uh, he has been associated with several films that we, films and TV shows we all know. Uh, He did a lot of work on Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop, Robin Hood, The Thanksgiving That Almost Wasn't, some ABC after-school specials, of course, other Flintstones, Birdman, Space Ghost, The Jetsons, Bambi, Pinocchio, Cinderella, uh, Mickey and the Beanstalk, Alice in Wonderland, Alvin and the Chipmunks. He's done quite a bit of uh, stuff. A screenplay, it's based on a screenplay by Dwayne Poole and Dick Re- Robin. The cast is pretty uh, impressive. I'm kind of blown away by these people, especially Mel Blanc, was Barney and Dino. He's known as the man of a thousand voices. And I'm going to try to get through this list in one breath. He did Bugs Bunny, Peppy Lapuyu, Porky Pig, Sylvester, Fog Corn, Leghorn, Daffy Duck, Tweety, Speedy Gonzalez, Wiley Coyote, Taz, Yosemite Sam, Tom, Jerry, Pink Panther Sound Effects, Elmer Fudd, Mr. Spacely, and
2: Within Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Well done. Well done. Jinx. By <laughs> Don't it worry. It really wasn't said at you the same insane. time, I promise. <laughs> it was on this song. <laughs> <side. laughs> Not on mine. <laughs> uh, and then you wonder why. <laughs>
0: i see we have to record oh oh, oh oh boop 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 let's no not spoilers. let's not no spoilers no no season spoilers lucille bliss is bam bam she was also in the christmas that almost wasn't as mrs claus she was the voice of smurfette she was in cinderella's anastasia she did some other voices as well um henry corden um after the untimely end of the former fred He was recast. Henry Corden was cast as Fred. He had some roles in Hogan's Heroes, The Ten Commandments, King Richard and the Crusaders, and Johnny Quest. Gay Adderson played Betty, and she didn't really have anything aside from Betty to her name. Jean Vanderpile was Wilma and Pebbles, and she was Rosie from the Jetsons as well, and she was in Petticoat Junction. Hal Smith played Santa Claus, who we all know. He was the voice of Winnie the Pooh and Owl. In Beauty and the Beast, he was Philippe. In Aladdin, he was Jafar's horse. In DuckTales, he was Gyro Gearloose. Flintheart and Dr. Glockenspiel. He had some parts on Sesame Street. He was in The Smurfs, Yogi Bear, Garfield, Alice in the Looking Glass, An American Tale. He was goofy, including Mickey's Christmas Carol, where he played Goofy slash Jacob Marley, and he was Otis on the Andy Griffin show. Oh wow. Right. So we have wow. a lot of uh Christmas was not a stranger to most of these people. Let's go ahead and discuss our original histories with us, our histories and our overall impressions. Let's do impressions before we watched it because our memories of it, let's just totally go nostalgia this time. Julia, you wanna kick us off?
1: So I remember seeing this, but I couldn't tell you when it was. And I don't think it's been seen a lot. Like I haven't seen it a lot. It wasn't something we watched yearly, but I remember seeing it when I was really young. Uh, Flintstones is not my favorite cartoon. So that's probably why I don't have a huge memory of it. I liked Another Family better and opted to watch those instead. Although Marty is a Flintstones person. So we're sort of a house divided.
0: You should get a bumper sticker.
1: We really should.
2: <laughs> Anthony, how about you? Like with all, all three of us, right? The Flintstones was before all of our times, obviously. But when I grew up, when I was growing up, Cartoon Network showed a lot of the old Hanna-Barbera stuff, especially during the summer like all day so i saw a lot of the Flintstones and the jetsons and scooby-doo and the smurfs and yogi bear and stuff growing up and i love all those old cartoons i was raised on those old cartoons like i was raised on the old 60s and 70s tv shows that we talked about like the brady bunch and the monsters and things like that so i remember seeing this a few times but when i think of the Flint, and i liked it I think it's sweet. I mean, the story is cliche, right? A lot of TV shows have done this plotline of Santa spraining something and somebody having to finish his delivery for him that night. So mm-hmm. it's nothing like really original. Maybe it was more original at the time in the 70s. But when I think of the Flintstones and Christmas, this isn't the one I automatically jump to. I think of a Flintstones Christmas Carol but even more than that, I think of a Flintstone family Christmas when Pebbles and Bam Bam are grown up and uh, are trying to fly home to Bedrock for the holidays and gets, there's a snowstorm and they get stranded at the airport. Plus, there's another Flintstones Christmas episode that almost had this exact plotline. Mm-hmm. So they, did, they ventured into the whole Christmas territory a few times and I like them all. Um, this is the first time I saw the special in years and I still thought there was something sweet about it. What about you, Tom? Um, I grew up loving the Flintstones. I very much remember this film. I loved
0: it as a kid. It was just great. I remembered it being, it was a favorite every year and I still have nostalgic feelings for it. Um, but I think that's maybe where they end. So I think
2: I know Julia's answer, but what about you, Ta- what, like Were you more of a Flintstones or Jetsons fan? Flintstones. Yeah, me too. Jetsons, was the Jetsons. all the
1: way. <laughs> I, I mean, love I love the Jetsons.
2: <laughs> I loved the Jetsons too. I mean, I liked both. It's just, uh, I think I probably just watched the Flintstones more, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I did always like when they crossed over. I mean, mm-hmm. it was basically the same show, just set at different time periods, right? I mean, Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
2: Just because we've talked Let's, about The Munsters and The Addams Family before, I'm curious. Did you prefer I Dream of Genie or Bewitched? That's the other one I'm always curious
1: about. Bewitched.
2: Bewitched. I Dream of Genie. Are you,
1: are you serious? Yeah. I
2: didn't like I Dream of Genie. Like, not I, really I at loved all. I I Dream of Genie. <laughs> I lo- I loved both, yeah. but I love I Dream of Genie.
0: I love the Samantha Darren relationship a lot. I wanted
1: uh, I, to be Samantha.
2: I liked like the second yeah. I loved Endora. <laughs> yeah. She
1: was she great. was
2: amazing. <laughs> she was. I didn't mind the second Darren. I know a lot of people have problems with him, but I liked the second Darren. When they yeah, I didn't mind either one.
1: It is always weird when they change him, but they were each kind of charming in their own right
2: but yeah for me and dora made that show i think she was so funny
1: anytime they brought the Kookie family in, cracked me at uncle arthur so yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah
1: oh i loved that show i could watch that show all the time yeah
2: Ooh, the show is here.
1: fabulous
2: they had a few christmas episodes
1: too just saying oh we need to put those on our list then so let's
0: jump in and let's talk about this film we all had we all discussed our nostalgia how do we feel about it today i mean i
1: still thought it was sweet and it gave me the feels like the kid christmas feels but again i don't have the love for phone stems that y'all
2: i agree them. with like. you i agree with you 100 julia it still gave me the sweet you know kid feels i got the christmas feels from it because i didn't watch it as much as some of the other christmas specials we talked about like frosty or rudolph like i don't have as much love for it but because the not as much established is there for it i watch those ones annually sometimes multiple times annually because they're shown a million times i didn't see this one a million times mm-hmm. but um no i i still bought you know even with i still i was sweet i still enjoyed watching it and was had a smile on my face the whole time Mm-hmm. Mm, meh.
1: Oh, just meh
2: just meh how come?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I, I tried watching it and I was, got bored. So I went back and watched it again and I was like... uh, it just felt very flat. I think so there were some weird things I noticed watching Why it. Why in the world was the Swiss village they flew
2: over completely like modern what what how in the world did barney recognize a pair of boots when literally everyone on the show
1: his barefoot
2: Never <laughs> wear, is barefoot and never wear shoes yet the, and this santa in general didn't look like a caveman he looked like a 70s commercial type santa with his reindeer yeah. who was plopped That's into caveman funny. times
0: i did love the reindeer though with the magic
2: With the sparkling... Flying around them. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, But then they fly over the Swiss village and it's like... I'm like, okay, they pulled this from somewhere else. This is not... This is definitely not... They
2: also have like telephones... But then when Fred Flintstone is in Mr. Slate's office, the secretary's on the intercom and it's a bird delivering a message back and forth. Like, But they have telephones. Why,
0: <laughs> why did the secretary have keys on the keyboard that she didn't touch because she was hammering and chiseling it?
2: <laughs> okay, so... So one of the things I always liked about the Flintstones is how they interpreted modern inventions in the yeah. game there. A lot of it, like now watching it, it's like animal abuse, like the st- like the stuff they do, right? Like pulling a monkey's
1: tail to ring the doorbell and like- oh, poor dinosaur that operates the lift. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Otis. I I don't think Otis was the sharpest tool in the shed on the show, guys. No,
1: Uh, he wasn't, but he was sweet.
0: Also, it shows, like, the difference in mentality of work. Like, I don't think if we get called into a ball, I don't think most of us are sitting around thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm getting called into the office. I'm losing my job, although apparently one of us should have been thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) Well.
1: In the 70s though that was probably like a legit thing right that's what
2: i mean it's like it shows it shows oh. how the times were
1: yes absolutely
2: they were working christmas eve that made me sad and i know a lot of people still work christmas eve and stuff i think christmas eve should be a holiday personally but what was
1: christmas eve last year
2: oh because
0: bank- you have all these ridiculous days off in banking but christmas yeah. eve is not one of them because the bank typically right. closed more than so many days, Three in days
1: but hey it was like the easiest day ever and i got to listen to christmas carols at work all day christmas do you not
2: do that on normal days
1: not like not in my earbuds <laughs> they were like loud and proud <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you know i mean the plot really was as simple as julia read at the beginning of this episode there's a little more to it so wilma and betty want fred to be santa claus for a women's auxiliary benefit because he has a stature as barney likes to point out to play santa claus because he's a bigger heavy, heavier guy a lot of and- body shaming a
0: lot of body shaming in this
1: it made and me
0: laugh though. <laughs> it made me laugh too it really and did
2: and fred and fred he, he doesn't think the guys will let him live it down if he does it so his boss basically calls him into the office and says his wife who's part of that same women's auxiliary club wants him to do it of course mm-hmm. fred has to do it dresses up as santa at home when the real santa falls off fred Flintstone's roof sprains his ankle and uh, they
1: like flat roofs too aren't they like flat (laughs) houses are squares it's not like it's a pitched roof
0: they look like lordendale
1: (laughs) i just think if he fell off the roof of the jetsons he'd literally die
2: well yeah like
1: he'd fall forever and
2: (laughs) did you did you ever hear that theory the Flintstones is not set in the prehistoric age it's set the same time as the Jetsons yeah Um,
1: after seeing the Swiss Swiss town I
2: believe it (laughs) none of you guys seem disturbed by the
0: Swiss town as much as I was did y'all notice it though
1: why don't you think I noticed that? Screen finding a screenshot. Hold on. Yeah, a screenshot would help. I, I
2: mean, I'm glad I lo- I loved the reindeer and I loved the look of Santa, but I just think they look so out of place in this special where everything's a little more rugged and prehistoric. Like, yes. and again, because I haven't seen this in years, when Santa fell off the roof, I thought for sure like there'd be dinosaurs in place of the reindeer, like pterodactyls or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, but then it was just good old fashioned reindeer. Yeah. But- I guess they kind of had to, because how would you explain that to kids watching, right? Like, right. oh, well, does do reindeers still pull? <laughs> I mean, do dinosaurs still pull the sleigh around for Santa?
2: So what are the Flintstones celebrating exactly, since I don't think prehistoric people knew about Jesus Christ? That
0: was my next question. What was Christmas? All right, can y'all see my screen? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the Swiss villas st- they're flying over.
1: Oh, yeah, they have chimneys. Hey, well, they, they have, have chimneys in bedrock,
0: too. But look, like, these are yeah. not caveman's houses
1: no definitely not but it looks beautiful and i love this sparkly i love this this magic sparkles makes me happy
0: that's reindeer excrement actually
1: oh well it's beautiful <laughs> way to ruin it tom <laughs> I'm
0: gonna root off this movie up yet
2: <laughs> so so there were little christmas details i did like in this i liked that the uh Christmas baubles on the tree were painted rocks.
1: Yep, I liked that. Um, The Christmas lights themselves on the houses had like that perfect Christmas glow. Like the exact same glow I appreciate in real lights. So that made me very happy. And the tree was really cute, even though it was completely out of place to all of the other um, plant wildlife in the area at this time, right? Like it was an evergreen in the middle of the desert. But, you know... (laughs) We don't watch these things for, for the realistic elements, do we? We don't? Or do we?
0: Um, and Do the? <laughs> I liked, I did like, like, I didn't love the music in this at all. The music didn't do it for me, but the visuals that went along with the music were good. Yeah. So like when they're singing about all the different Santas. And they're all prancing around
2: and, you know, they kind of do the same thing every time, right? They were so cute. Yeah. I love the shots of them walking around a snowy bedrock at the beginning.
1: Yeah. And I love, it cracks me up there walking barefoot in the snow. Like, they even faze them. And, and they little tiny dresses.
2: If Santa has boots and better clothing, why doesn't he give these poor people living with open <laughs> windows and no sneakers, things like that for Christmas?
0: Because it's not his job to give handouts, Anthony.
2: Santa's <laughs> not um, a socialist
0: Tom. The, exactly. Exactly.
1: The um the Santa laugh was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I mean it makes sense given the voice talents on the show, but the Santa laugh made me very happy. Just as happy as the Fred and Barney voices make me very Made me very happy. Barney was always my favorite. Um, Um,
2: Barney just looks like adorable. His shape or something about him,
1: just so innocent and
2: tiny. I love Barney. I love Barney. Mm -hmm. Do you guys remember the live action with John Goodman and Rick Moranis as Barney and Fred? Terrible. I do. It was terrible, but I thought the two of them were good casting. Like if they, they had, really a were. Script, they were great casting. The yeah, and Elizabeth
1: Perkins as Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: but yeah, the whole the cast was O'Donnell great. O'Donnell a was
1: better script. Yeah, the script was terrible. Well, it was they, trying.
0: It was trying to be some sort of. I don't. I don't even know. Like Jim Carrey. I, mean, well, I mean,
1: it really was trying rock. to be a show. In well, life I part. almost feel like
0: it was like they missed any irony that they would that they could have had with it, though. You know,
2: I almost feel yeah. like they were borderline. I know they weren't trying to be a parody, but they were borderline. It felt like, like a mockery, that. didn't it? It, 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 they were borderline approaching that 1995 Brady Bunch movie style where they're just making fun of the oh, show yeah. rather than doing a... Uh,
0: I felt like it was a mockery, honestly.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a good point.
2: But anyway, I just wanted to say... I thought good that job, that John Goodman.
1: You just wanted to say what?
2: The cast of that movie, if nothing else, was perfect. Spot on for bringing those characters to life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They did do a good job of that.
2: I was a little disappointed by the lack of Dino in this show. I love Dino. And the one time they had Dino, did you see how long he waited
0: after the doorbell rang to start coming? Like he gave Fred plenty of time to d- deliver his line.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> <Good> dog, <dinosaur. laughs> Pebbles
2: seemed weird in this one to me. They were like at a like kindergarten age. Usually they're younger on the show.
1: Yeah, they did seem older <laughs> and that it made me stop and think, did they age in the show? And I don't think they did in the show. Right. But they did in the specials, or at least well, the
2: Well, this one came after the show, so they must have okay. them up a little bit.
1: Okay, well, that makes sense a little because bit. Because this was like
2: a one-off special, TV special.
0: I liked it a lot then, more they, when they weren't at this in-between age, like when they when they um, went back and they were adults, you know?
2: Oh, mm-hmm. I loved when they were adults. They had the, like, three movies with them as adults, like, where yep. they got engaged, then the Christmas one. Yeah, I liked them as adults. So we, we talked
1: we'll cover those in the future I'm sure, right?
2: Oh, I'm sure we will. That Christmas one for sure. Yeah. I um but because of course it's a Flintstones and a feel good movie, Fred ends up delivering all the gifts and saving Christmas and saves the party and his job at the end by showing up the Santa. The happy go lucky Christmas miracle. Now,
0: Julie, if you really wanted Marty to do something and he was adamant that he wasn't going to and then his boss asked him to and he's suddenly (laughs) excited about it would you be a
1: little bit yeah a little bit a little Little upset
0: we had i mean like i i just didn't like that aspect and i don't know what was going on with wilma's facial expressions throughout the film she would look really mad and then not mad all at the same time
1: i didn't notice that that
2: was her in every episode
0: her (laughs) eyes would go like from a furrowed brow to a i don't even know not what they were going for.
1: <laughs> Those women did have some pretty wide swings throughout the episode. Was it?
2: Right. Um, one of our listeners posted on our Facebook wall, let's never forget when, was it Wayne's World, where they ranked Betty Rubble as one of their uh, hot, uh, hot chicks? Really? <laughs> yeah. So I was confused about the timing, you know,
0: compared to where, when it came out for this, this uh, show. Because I, like we said, it was, you know, before our time you know, for a minute while I was watching it, I thought they were about to adopt Dino. You know, when oh, yeah, me too. I thought that's, I was like, oh, we're going to see Dino's origin, like, but we didn't.
2: Which would have been a good Christmas special if like he was, you know, a Christmas gift that, you know.
1: Yes. I thought so too. Yeah. yeah. That would have been I, awesome. That's immediately
2: what I thought at first. And I,
1: funny. And
0: I do feel like we, we missed I think we we talked about this a little bit but we missed some really solid opportunities for some dinosaur interactions mm-hmm. it felt kind of rushed
2: really to me which is weird because was 45 minutes compared to the what a usual episode would have been 20 with commercials right right but like it just felt like they were in a hurry didn't it
1: yeah it did feel like that a bit like at the end of it it almost could have been just a standard episode you know mm-hmm. yeah the time they well, took didn't seem well spent
2: to go to go back to your, what you said though about Dino Tom yeah I thought they were even setting that up with the line where Fred even mocks him like oh he's not gonna be yeah I think he's gonna be a good guard dinosaur or whatever he said like mm-hmm. yeah been, I thought like it set setting it up completely yeah as anyone who watches the show knows every time Fred opens that door Dino comes bowling him over <laughs>
0: He's just happy to see his owner <laughs>
2: yeah
1: oh always wanted a Dino
2: me too but you preferred Astro
1: I did Astro was always my favorite but I really loved Dino too
2: I liked when the Jetsons got that little furry guy with the springy legs in the later seasons what was that thing when they the just needed a
0: when they just needed an alien character of some sort
2: yes you remember him right I do yep. I
1: vaguely remember him
2: um so I have a few quotes. Okay, so so I like when Fred is decorating the tree, and Betty and Barney walk in, and Betty's like, "Oh, it's a beautiful tree," and Barney's like, "Especially that fat little ornament," referring to Fred. <laughs> and Fred's <laughs> like, "Very funny, Barney. Now get me down." I just love how he's always like, <laughs> "He's always." Bam Bam should have just picked him up, right? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, he picks the tree up later.
0: He does, but he just leaves Fred under there.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: who hurt you bam bam (laughs) when they're walking through the streets at the beginning and barney gives a coin to one of the santas he's like ho 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 and a merry christmas my good man and the santa's like ho 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 and a merry christmas to you and fred is like a few more of those ho ho ho's and you'll be bro bro broke (laughs) and then barney says well, I just can't say no to Santa Claus. And I'm the same way. When I pass like a good looking Santa with the bucket, I'm like, I have to give him money. I always feel bad passing anyone with those buckets. I could have just given to one at a street corner and then I'd walk <laughs> up to the next one. I'm like, try to like avoid them. But
0: I, I did that with, uh, I ring the bell. I volunteered to ring the bell a few times. Did you
1: it's really? Fun.
0: It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Most people are so incredibly friendly when you're doing it.
1: Yeah.
2: When you eventually come to New York around Christmas time, the bell ringers outside of Macy's—oh man, the stuff they do to
1: get—they're
2: hilarious. Really? Really. Yeah. Um, I
0: had. I did. I mean, I'm not gonna read the quote. I'll just because I, I didn't write it down, but I did like the uh, when Fred can't remember the names of the reindeer and just starts making up names. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what they were. Jumper. That was funny. He. But one of them uh, made me. F- like it was way early, but uh, way too early, but it did make me think of the thunder when he said thunder.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'd,
0: love, I'd love Fred to have, or I'd love Santa to have a, an Oklahoma city thunder reindeer. That would be awesome.
1: I did like that Barney was quick to be like, no, that's not who it is. You've got to say their names. And then he just says them all.
0: <laughs> that's all of us, right? In that situation.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
2: Oh,
0: absolutely. I have more than once
2: corrected people on the, um, uh, the, the canonical names of sansa's reindeer <laughs> well i think it's, do you think this special passed the linus test was there a linus moment yeah was there fred fred learned
0: fred did learn he uh he came around and, and decided to be a good guy and do what was right
2: which is basically the plot of every Flintstones episode
0: <laughs> the guy needs a lot of reminding
2: y'all he's kind of an idiot <laughs> did you ever hear? Did you ever hear that they were going to bring the Flintstones back? With um, Seth MacFarlane wanted to do them. Oh no! But he no. wanted to do it like proper. Like he's a big fan of the show, but he just wanted to uh, do new episodes. There's concept huh. art and everything for it, but they eventually passed.
0: Fred made an appearance on The Simpsons, and it was the real voice of Fred. So should we rank this thing? <laughs> Let's do it. I've got mine ready. And when this, this is going is on. on the the tv special side yes
2: i'm gonna go with seven and a quarter
1: i'm gonna go with a 7.5
2: yeah i'm gonna give it a 7.5 as well which gives it a 7.41
0: you know i find it really interesting we come at this i'm like you know this movie was kind of a dud it let me down (laughs) and you
2: guys are like it's good and we're a quarter of a point off yeah (laughs) <laughs> and that puts it in the upper echelon of our tv rankings just under rudolph and then a long gap between the one below it which was the snowman flintstone's christmas everyone a flintstone christmas
0: i was about to correct really you it. like it's not going in my canon though right
2: i wouldn't turn it off if i saw it on tv but you can go out of your way to watch it to put it in your canon and make sure that you're watching it uh, each and every year I- I think, unfortunately, there aren't a lot of ways for me, for me to do that. Like, there are a lot for these other films. It's on... I don't have
1: a lot of TV specials in my canon anyway, because I'm not about the Rankin and Bass like y'all are. So. They
0: did, I did notice Imdb uh, compared this to Rankin-Bass. Really? Call, yeah, it was like a Rankin-Bass-esque movie or something. Yeah.
1: Because it's under an hour. It's I guess well,
0: so. Personally. And it's animated. Um, we did
1: have some users on Reddit that were nostalgic about this one as well. They are pretty excited that we were covering it. I think maybe because like me, possibly, I was excited to have a return to some good old fashioned kid nostalgia for Christmas. Yeah. This really did it. Um, I'm, I like that we pepper those in, in our schedule. It's needed.
0: I have a question for y'all. When you What's tell, when you tell people, that you have a Christmas podcast. You explain the, uh, the the premise behind what we do. What movies do they yes. ask you if you've done? <laughs> <laughs> Die <laughs> Hard? Every time. I Every discuss. time. Every time.
1: It's so surprising, isn't it? Oh, have you done Die Hard yet? You yep. think that's a Christmas movie? Always. So funny.
0: It is. Every time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know which other one I get all the time? What? it's a wonderful life. Really?
1: I've never gotten that one. So
0: I was my new company. They do this really cool thing. There are like 130 of us. Um, we're distributed around the world and, uh, they do this thing, um, where every three weeks there's a bot in our Slack and it pairs up four random people and you have a 30 minute conversation. You don't know just to get people to know one another a little better. And, um, I was on a call with our CEO today who's this really cool tech guy from the Bay area. A lot of people know him. He's he's, was pretty rad, but he's like, let me guess your, your standard number 10 is going to be, it's a wonderful life. And I was like, we haven't done that one yet. It's, it's in the, in the hopper. And then the other guy on the call is like, well, let me know when you get around to die hard. And I was like, we've done die hard. And we ended that debate. (laughs) Uh, They seem pleased with our verdict. They they said that It's a Wonderful Life would be our standard. I think a lot of people assume that is like the quintessential Christmas movie. Uh, because if you look at like all the the listicles that are like, these are the Christmas movies you have to see before you die. Die Hard's always like number one.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. I, that's mean? what
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a Wonderful Life. I would
1: love it. Die Hard was number one. Could you imagine? <laughs> it's
0: a Wonderful Life. Is, is that It's kind of that gold standard for – listicles right although i don't think any of us put that as our number one or do we tune in and see
2: (laughs) well i i think that we're covering it later this year right i don't want to give anything away but i say there's a debate to be had there about whether or not that's actually even a christmas movie
1: that will definitely come up
2: you're gonna start a, a
0: you know what storm on our social media you know that anthony
2: it's you know you know storm. what? You two started that over a Christmas story. That's <laughs> all. Uh, so if, if, if I'm I, i going to start it over one that a lot of people find beloved now.
1: I never said a Christmas story it was not a Christmas movie. I just said no, it was No, but you
2: you caused a storm <laughs> by calling it terrible.
0: We did cause a storm. I bet we I, – honestly, I, th- I would put money on the fact that we lost listeners over that.
1: But- oh, I hope not.
0: We got to be true, right? We can't, we can't, yeah, so how I feel, even if it means, Tom but
1: finger. I also acknowledge your feelings and your love for it, Anthony. <laughs> hmm. I acknowledge and I respect them. Well, with I'll have
2: to respect visit is such
0: a strong word,
2: but I'll to. have to visit for one, <laughs> one Christmas sometime and I can watch it with Marty since you won't watch
1: it. Well, so here's the thing I think it would be super fun if we were all together to watch that movie together. Like, I feel like that is how I could appreciate that movie. In all of the ways that it, it doesn't come up to standard for me, I feel like a lot of that would be glossed over watching it with a room full of fun people who appreciate Christmas, you know?
0: I'm going to throw this out there again. We can do that with our listeners. We have a, uh, a Zoom account that allows us to have 100 people on the cam at a time so we can all start a movie at the same time and watch it. We could have a, I don't
1: know. You think listeners would even be interested We could have a live show. A few of them have
2: mentioned they would
1: be. Shoot, I think we should. I do would be it. interested. What movie should we do? Maybe we need to send that out to the interwebs, Anthony. So,
2: listeners, chime in on social media about what movie you would like to watch live with the three of us. You can chime in on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. Uh, you can find us. Isn't there one site they can visit to access them all now? If Tom? you go
0: to tisthepodcast slash facebook slash reddit slash twitter slash instagram uh those are all redirects to our other to our social media profiles so we make it really easy and put them all in one simple place
1: sweet thanks for doing that tom yeah thank
0: you you know i gotta do something around here
1: in addition to um what you get from us weekly here we do have another place with other content Um, more coming soon it is our patreon site so it is for people who kind of take a step above and donate at least a dollar a month and become patrons. Um, It opens up a vault of content that we put there that's not always Christmas. It's not always movies. Um, We've covered different Christmas mediums there, like Batman Noel, which was a graphic novel, a retelling of a Christmas story with DC characters, which was a lot of fun. And we cover uh, different holiday-themed items, like... um, Hocus Pocus that we did for Halloween and the Friends Thanksgiving episodes, which – is arguably still one of our very favorite things that we've covered to date. Um, lots of other good content there, some new content coming, including blooper reels from our shows and full unedited versions of some of our spicier <laughs> shows we've had where we really go off the rails. Um, if you want to hear us blabber on and some different content that will not make it to the regular feed, then come and join us on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com. Just search for Tis the Podcast.
2: As far as the regular feed goes next week, We are hopping a plane across the pond and covering the two-part series finale of the British Office, the Office Christmas specials. So that should be a lot of fun. We'll see how uh, we think it compares to the American Office Christmas episodes. And the week after that... (laughs) (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) and the week after that we are covering the uh infamous slash famous slash a lot of people seem to have a lot of different feelings about this one 1987's acclamation christmas celebration which i think should be a really interesting ride for all of us
1: (laughs) so uh That should be fun. Not fun. (laughs) The statistics for this week. Although I know I'm a glasses half full kind of person, this number is not as big as I feel like it should be. Only 6,600 hours until Christmas. And that is?
2: 275 days, 39 weeks.
1: It's basically April. It's. Crazy it's crazy, cool. sad. With, crazy sad?
0: Yeah, our temperatures are going up. It's getting warm.
1: Oh, it's perfect right now, though. It's in the 60s and 50s. and oh,
0: I telling. know, but we're in Oklahoma. It doesn't last.
1: No, it'll last oh. about a week and a half. <laughs> I know. <laughs> recording this.
2: We, the day we're recording this, listeners, it's the first full day of spring. And spring in New York, rain showers are here for the next two days. So it's coming in like oh. it's supposed to
1: here too except you won't get tornadoes and we probably will.
2: <laughs> well, I am very thankful for that. Isn't
0: that just weird to think that there are people who don't grow up with that in their minds?
1: I didn't grow up with that in my mind. So we grew up we with hurricanes tornadoes in our minds. Yeah. But just when it was paired up with a hurricane. Right. So we get the heck out of dodge anyway or hunkering down. I don't we, like this we color.
2: get the, we get the rare tornado around here. We just don't have to worry about it constantly like you
1: guys do. <laughs> Yeah. You don't have a storm shelter in your garage like I do.
2: Exactly. Is it under the ground?
1: No. Those freak me out. It's an above ground.
2: So do your homework, guys. Watch The Office, the British version, the Christmas specials, and we'll talk to you next week. You as well, ladies. Don't feel like he's just talking to the men.
1: That's right. All y'all. All (laughs)
2: y'all.
1: All of y'all. I
2: I am going to feel like such a poser if I start saying y'all.
1: Yeah, that would be a poser. You need use guys. That's what you guys say, right? Used guys. That's not a stereotype, is it?
2: <laughs> no more than y'all. <laughs> Have a good week, guys.
1: Bye.
0: Y'all is a stereotype we live up to pretty hardcore, Julia. Yeah, we do. <laughs>
2: Let's ride with the family down the street Through the courtesy of Fritz and Pete When you're with the
0: Flint